Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pastrami Nation podcast. My name is Nolan Smith, and joining me today, we have Eddie Agui, world Hello, famous. Yeah, we're so happy that Eddie's here. Uh, we also have from up north, but not like Canada up north, <laughs> we have Kevin Hoskinson. Hello. And we will have another guest joining us shortly. So I have a surprise, right? Uh, so if you guys are just tuning in, Pastrami Nation is about the meat of pop culture. So we talk about comic books, movies, video games, anything that's pop culture, we try to talk about it. Uh, manga, cosplay, comic conventions, if they were still happening, we'd be talking about it. in Washington. Yeah, apparently we talk about that too, but it still matters. <laughs> Uh, so we do have some good topics to talk to you about today. Some very hot button topics because it's, it's just blowing up in the media right now. So let's go ahead and jump to the big one, especially we're all movie fans here. Let's talk about Universal, their comments they made about the Trolls World Tour movie and the responses that the movie theater chains have given so far. So, um, of course, first off, Universal released Trolls World Tour on video on demand because there are no movie theaters right now. Um, so I think it's a smart move. It keeps uh, families entertained and also lets them try to recoup some money. Well, right. they recoup more than that. They did very well for the time mm -hmm. it's been on video on demand. Uh, and Universal made a statement uh, paraphrasing it saying, this model worked. And we plan to continue doing so and experimenting with this even when movie theaters reopen. AMC shot back and said, we see this as endangering our business and our livelihood. We will no longer show universal movies in our theaters. AMC being, I believe, the biggest movie theater chain. Um, and then so another, the parent company of Regal actually made a similar post. And then Regal the next day said, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, we're still we're still gonna do it. So, guys, thoughts thoughts on this? What do you think about this topic? I think for the time being, they need to do this. Uh, putting on video on demand right away with the with the movies that were supposed to be released during this time is a good thing for the people. Good thing for Universal, and I think it um, helps with what's going on today. I mean, we can't go to movies. We can't go to theaters. We have to stay at home. So I think putting it on uh, video on demand is necessary for the time. But for the future, I don't know. I think, uh, I think they'll piss off a lot of people. Yeah, I think, uh, I think exactly what you said. Right now, it's good. We all need new content. We need new things to watch, especially kid stuff and everything, because you notice a lot of the stuff that's been coming out to direct to video on demand has been like family films and stuff. Um, but in the future, I think it's going to be, it's going to cause a lot of trouble between obviously like we know between the theaters and stuff, you know, AMC, um, cause they do have that exclusive window, which I think is like six weeks or something like that, that a movie has to show in theaters before it comes out to BD. So I think, I think, it's a tough one, but but I think I think right now it's good, but later on in the future it's not going to be ideal for. Obviously, the studio is going to be making money, but I don't think they'll be making as much money as they would as if they released it in theaters, um, and then built up the anticipation for it to come out on home video. Then people buy it because of you know they make they millions heard it was great. Yeah. Their dollars on their opening days, millions at the, at the movie theaters. Um, yeah. Even during a recession, when times are hard, and it's proven in the past, people still go to movies. People love going to the movies. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like music. With music, when they stream it or when they, um, they download it, when you could get it off the internet free, practically, um, that will hurt the industry. Um, they'd rather sell yeah. a CD. They'd rather sell an album. They'd rather sell it on... Um, whatever uh, format they could sell a song on. But I think in times today, it's hurting the music industry. But at the same time, with, with movies, it's a lot different. People like going to the movies opposed to sitting in the house. They want to get away from their house. They want to get away from reality. They want to go to a theater, spend the money on popcorn, and sit there and watch a movie. 
Good point. And this is something I, I wanted to bring up as well is the movie theater culture, which we're all missing right now. And you can't get that at home. I mean, you can order the, you know, the seats, you can make the popcorn at home. Nothing tops the movie theater experience. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate there and say this world is changing because of this virus. And we don't know the lasting effects it's going to have. And we know there's going to be people that are, no matter what, they're going to be afraid to go back out in public. Um, and I don't blame them because we don't know. Um, so I think there's room for a compromise there, but that compromise it needs to be fair on both sides. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think the thing is like, like I, I use this as an example with my wife earlier, like I'll be fine going to a movie theater when it opens, you know, I'll go check out, you know, Tenet or if they do some like older, like uh, they're talking about like re-releasing some older movies to get people back into the theaters. But it's like, I don't think personally as a dad, I'm ready to take my kids into that environment yet. There we go. So yeah. I think, I think people are going to be, you know, I, I'm okay with it. But like, like you said, I think a lot of people are going to be hesitant to go out as much right now. And I think it's, like you said, it's going to be a lot different, but it's one of those things where like, like I said, I'm fine going out to a movie theater. If they open like in two weeks, I'll probably go check out a movie. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but I'm not taking yeah. my family. You know, I'm not taking my kids. I'm not going to risk them. I don't even think I'm ready in two weeks. Oh knowing yeah. What no, I know no. And knowing about the culture and also knowing about the way this virus is affecting and the phases that we have to do to quarantine. I don't think uh, this summer, I don't even think this summer, uh, the movie theaters will be ready to open now, but I could be wrong because you're seeing things open today. Uh, we talked about early gems try to open up and they got in trouble, but yeah, well, um, in different States things are opening up because movie theaters in other States open today. Yeah. Just not and California. The beaches opened up, and now they're going to try to shut down the beaches. They got shut down, and then they got yeah. all those massive protesters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. I be ready to go to a movie? I'm not. I'm okay. Maybe not far into the summer, but uh, maybe a drive-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A drive-in. A drive-in. We got a drive-in right up here in Barstow, which is fun to go to. I love taking my family there. It's not as expensive as a um, as going to a theater, and. Um, you're kind of like enclosed in your car, so you're not breathing on other people. But right. I, I do miss the movie. The, the, oh, yeah. The theater. Yeah, so do I. It was like my, like, it was, I, I, I like to describe it as kind of my way of socializing without actually having to socialize with people. <laughs> so it's like, because I'm a very shy and quiet person, but I get to go to a place where there's other people there where I'm sharing an experience with them. But yeah. I'm not, you know, you know, it's just kind of a weird, weird there's thing. No engagement. Describing. Yeah, there's no engagement, but you no engagement, but it's the same thing. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it's my way of kind of socializing. And so I miss doing that. You know, I miss going out and hanging out with strangers I don't know, but we're sharing this experience together. And it, you know, just it means a lot to a lot of people. So I, I, I don't want to see it go away. Um, but that's another thing, though, like when it comes to like the charge of it all, like, I mean, yeah, people aren't going to be wanting sitting at home just watching a movie. But once they're able to go out and do other things, are they going to want to go spend, you know, $100 to take their family to the movie or $30 to stay at home, watch a movie with their family, buy all the popcorn, buy all the snacks and everything, you know, I think right. a lot of it's going to come down to like financial stuff, too. Um, Sometimes a lot of times it's fun to have a movie night at home. Uh, oh, it is. No, I, yeah, while. so do I. Absolutely. But I enjoy getting out. I enjoy getting away from my home. Yep. I enjoy watching mm -hmm. radar movies, not having to <laughs> have the kids there with me and go out and watch yep. something. The, the movie theaters have some oh, yeah. popcorn and some, some theaters that serve beer. We've done it. Uh, no, uh, Nolan had a couple of beers where we watched The Joker. Absolutely. Yeah, and nice. that's theaters, just like to you guys, it's it's my escape. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I can't tell you how many days where I decided, like, I'm not going to go to the gym tonight. And I just randomly <laughs> went to the movie theater. I did that for Jumanji. Um, I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Bloodshot. Um, but it, it's always been the escape. The movie can be horrible, but just that the experience of being there, cushy seats, yeah. you have your popcorn and drinks, you have peace and quiet around you. That smell. I, I love it. That smell of when you, open, when you open the doors to the movie theater and you walk forward. 
the smell of the movie theater, that popcorn with the butter. It's just, I'm at the movies. I'm oh, yeah. Not, it's... it's it's a great feeling. I mean, obviously, uh, when you work there, though, <laughs> it's not a great smell as much. I did that too. Yeah, yeah. Both did that, huh? Yeah, it got it got, oh, yeah, it got right. after a while. But now, now I, I love it though. It's 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 a great feeling, like walking in there and smelling that. It's yeah, awesome. I'm paying five dollars five dollars for a bucket of popcorn that you get for ninety nine cents. But it's worth it. <laughs> oh, it is totally yeah. totally worth it. So, do you guys think? Two things could happen, I think. One, Universal's going to back down, which we talked about earlier today. Or two, other studios could step up to the plate and say, we're going to do the same. What do you, what do you think? think? What do you think is going to happen? I think they'll back down, but not, not verbally coming out and say we're backing down, but slowly working their way back into rethinking what they said yeah. and kind of doing a little bit of both. And uh, and being have AMC is it's the biggest theater out there, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure yeah. it so, is. So for them to be the distributor of their their movies, they they they're gonna want to negotiate. Hey, I I don't think it's it's gonna be that tough of a decision for them to uh, bring the movies back into the theaters and. Uh, make amends with AMC. No, yeah, right. I totally agree with that. And the funny thing is, there's an AMC on Universal City Walk, yeah. which I thought was really funny. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, um, yeah. good point, like, good point. Yeah, like, um, but like once movies like, you know, Fast 9 come out and the new Jurassic World movie come that out in a Jurassic couple World. years. Exactly. Yeah, like they're not going to, Universal's not going to let that money go away. Like they're going to have to play it at theaters. They're going to have to earn that money back and they're not going to do it by showing it at home on demand. Especially if they're going up against other movies. Like let's say they're going up against Venom. Venom's playing at a theater. Yeah. And uh, they have a movie playing at, at home. I mean. Exactly. The numbers are going to show and the dollar amount. The dollar amount is a huge difference. Five people in a family could watch a movie for under twenty bucks at home. Mm-hmm. Five people who go to the theaters they'll make that money out of a movie theater. So it's oh, yeah. a big difference. It will be, yeah. It's it's gonna be Universal's gonna have to back up totally. Well, I guess we'll wait and see and see what happens on well, that. Is there any words from Warner Brothers? Because they're keeping very quiet. <laughs> I think they I other than like Scoob, which I mean, yeah. I don't think, I don't know a lot of people were going to go see. I mean, it's a fun family movie, of course, but, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, we would have, we would have paid to go see it too, you know, but um, I think, yeah, that's the only thing I've heard from them. I mean, I hope they don't, you know, go that way, but. They, they might, depending on how it performs, because uh, I mean, and I'm not trying to, you know, talk down good, the though, Trolls right? franchise, but. No, no. Totally. Yeah, well, because um, I mean, trolls outperform the other trolls at the you know, from compared to theater to video on demand. If Scoob comes out and just because think, what else are, is everybody going to do right now in quarantine? Mm-hmm. They're going to watch the movie. If it overperforms, I think studios are going to start thinking this is a viable option, not realizing that we are, you know, uh, for both states that we're we're all in. Uh, I think we're you know days or weeks away from some sort of soft opening to different businesses, maybe not movie theaters, but to different businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we might see studios try to play hardball, but w- once we get some sort of sense of normalcy, like people are going to want to escape. They're going to want to. Oh, yeah. you know? yeah. oh, oh, that first weekend that everybody goes out to the movie theater, it's going to be packed. Whatever movies out is going to make money so money. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If we watch it, read some horrible, stupid movie, and we all go see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, if you are watching this on YouTube, um, once it's uploaded, leave your comments. Let us know what you think about this. Um, I guess you could call it a controversy. What's going on with Universal, and uh, what your preferences? Were you one of the ones that purchased, you know, Trolls Video on Demand? Were you happy with the experience? And would you? Do- and there we go. And would you do it again? And Kevin, would you do it again? Would you? Would you purchase another Video on Demand? Uh, that's the thing. Uh, right now, I definitely would. Uh, Scoob is definitely on the list when it comes out. I mean, that's right. just. 
I mean, because we have, I, I'd rather, you know, my daughter's either going to watch Frozen 2 for the hundredth time, or I'm going to buy this movie or rent this movie for 20 bucks so that to get an escape. We, we know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In some cases, you rent it for Friday Night Night, just depending who's putting it out. Right. Well, I think Scoob, they were talking about Scoob's going to actually be a rental and a purchase. So it's actually going to be, you can actually purchase it for 20 bucks as opposed to the 48 hour yeah. window thing mm-hmm. which i think will be a different model but we'll see how that works out but okay. yeah, we're de- they, yeah. Said, i mean there's some like, like like prime if i were to purchase a movie through prime i always have to have prime to watch that movie once i don't pay for prime anymore i don't own that movie right yeah prime owns you <laughs> they, they do <laughs> So, um, well, make sure you guys chime in. Let us know what you think about this. We'll keep track of this uh, ongoing debate between you know studios and theater chains, and we all just want to go back to the theater. And we hope when yeah. we go back, there will be Universal movies to greet us as well, as well as all the other studios. Yes. So um, let's go ahead. We're going to jump into the next topic, and it's another thing that's been closed, and it's something that's more near and dear to you two's hearts than mine. <laughs> And that would be the music industry and concerts and the closures of that and how that is affecting us right now in society. Right. Well, back when this started uh, in early March, actually, Summerfest, which is the biggest concert venue in America, which I think they hold 900,000 people at their festival, Summerfest in Milwaukee. And they were the first ones to announce uh, that they weren't going to have this year, that they were going to postpone it. <clears throat> and then, uh, and people like Guns N' Roses was supposed to perform. Justin Bieber was supposed to perform at this at this concert. <clears throat> Some big names. Then you had uh, SSX, SXSW. Uh, there were another venue that shut down, and they were the, they're big with the music. The one in Austin. Um, from there, Coachella finally said, okay, we're going to close down. To me, that, I was looking at Coachella as the beginning of Rage Against the Machine, their comeback tour. That was yeah. huge news. Because this time, with everything that's going on in politics today, Rage Against the Machine, to hear their music today and look at the politics and everything that's going on, it was perfect. Yep. And to see them go on a, to schedule a, a U, U.S. tour and having to start at Coachella, Coachella, they do different things than they do on their tours. And people recognize that. For a band like Rage Against Machine, just all said, nope, they're not going on tour. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. It's a huge blow i mean it's kind of the same way as going to the movies for some people you know it's like an escape it's a way to kind of get some energy out and to get out there and do their thing um i think like like you were talking about uh you know south by southwest being canceled and i mean that that not only affected music but that was a you know big film and music both you know that just destroyed a lot of not destroyed a lot of uh you know but a lot of indie filmmakers and a lot of indie bands rely on that coverage to you know get their names out there um but yeah there's been a lot of tours that have been have been uh canceled and it's it's sad i mean i think they'll pick up again and like uh you know you were talking about uh billy eilish earlier that tour yeah. which uh, might i mean I, go ahead yeah I was, to, I was supposed to go in on april 4th with my daughter emily we we're supposed to go to that we had tickets for her. We we're looking forward to it and just actually two weeks before it was canceled. That's what she announced it. We were looking forward to actually going that day and actually, okay, she's not canceling. She's not canceling. She canceled a couple of days. She canceled a couple of, of, of tour dates. And all of a sudden, everything just shut down. And not to be able to enjoy that first concert with my daughter, who really loves Billie Eilish, it was like kind of a blow to my heart. I was like, oh, man, oh, that sucks. The one thing, the one thing that we're going to do together as she's starting to change into a teenager, and I wanted to really do that with her, and to see Billie Eilish, that just like blew. I mean, she says that her her tour might continue in September, 
but we'll see. Um, another band was the Rolling Stones, Madonna, um, Corn. Corn had a big tour with um, uh, uh, Faith No More. Faith No More yep. is a band that you don't hear that anymore, and to see them actually come out was uh, discouraging. System of the Down. There's a lot of bands that that are affected by this. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Kevin, you're a big concert goer up there where you're at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just, uh, I mean, the last show we went to, you know, we check out a lot of smaller shows. So, like, uh, the last one we went to was a band called so- Motion City Soundtrack. They were a lot of fun. Uh, but, like, Newfound Glory was supposed to be coming around. They haven't toured in a couple years, and we were super stoked to go check that out. We were considering actually making the, that our son's first concert because, you know, it's kind of oh. his vibe of music and stuff. But that didn't happen. Uh, Coheed and Cambria, uh, which is one I was extremely excited about, uh, they – was supposed to come in June, I think it was, and that was completely um, demolished or not happening anymore. Um, but yeah, even Billie Eilish, my my daughter, she wanted to go check that out. And I mean, we didn't get tickets for it, but, you know, kind of like, you know, your story, that, that's just what a lot of people are going through right now. You know, these exciting things to take their families to and your kids to are getting just taken off the board right now because of this. Um, and then even in, uh, I think August is the, uh, the hella mega tour. I think it is with green day and Weezer. Oh yeah. And it hasn't been canceled yet, but I think some of the dates have already been postponed. Um, but I think in August it was supposed to come around here and I got friends who have tickets and they're just like, yeah, we'll Well, see, man. But, uh, think about the industry and think about how that getting affected because, it's not just the bands that aren't making money. You got to think about the roadies, the people that go along mm-hmm. to all these concerts, the, 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 the planners. For something like Coachella, all these employees that work at Coachella, that work yeah. at um, Summerfest, they don't have a job this summer. They don't have jobs being roadies. They, I mean, it's sad that the whole industry, how it's affecting the whole entire industry, um, even uh, Lady Gaga, I think she postponed her uh, record, her album. Uh, she pushed that back a little bit. And there's been other people that are pushing their music back. Um, that's affecting. And yeah, we talked a little bit about. We talked a lot about the culture of the, the movie theaters, the culture of the music industry going out and buying a CD opposed to uh, downloading it. Which would you pre- uh, prefer doing? Because now you can get my music perfectly free. You don't have to buy. So uh, how is this affecting that industry? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's pretty crazy. Um, Everything's being affected right now. And like, you know, all those bands and everything, like you said, they're not getting their, no one's getting paid right now, you know, for any of their work. So these people who rely on this to make a living is getting completely, uh, kind of screwed right now because of that um i can't go to best buy to buy a cd yeah like where yeah, can you, you go right now to buy a cd you can like on amazon oh yeah target and walmart yeah they have maybe like one rack of cds and that's, that's yeah. yeah yeah that's all they maybe. have now when i was younger that was a big part of the movie and uh, the music industry for me yep buying an album buying a cd buy the mm-hmm. tape cassette you know, but buying the record, I love buying I was going to say, yeah, you buying the record and buying the eight tracks and buying all the other stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was around during those tracks. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, you, you saw, I, I posted a picture on my Facebook of the albums that I bought of, of my Prince collection when he passed away. But I have all yeah. these different albums from uh, my Prince collection. I used to love just going and buying the album. I, I used to love buying the CDs. I had tons of CDs, but now I got rid of some more than more than three seventy five percent of my CDs are gone because I can oh, yeah. just download it or I can have it on Spotify. Yeah, we did a huge purge on on a bunch of our like my CDs. I had like totes full of CDs that I just tossed because like we got we got Apple Music, and it's yeah, like, it's. It's yeah. so much like it's easier. Like I can just have everything on my phone, and, and I don't. And how many? How many of these those CDs that you gave away or you sold or whatever you purged? How many of those CDs you only opened one time? Yep, uh, so many of them. Well, because even then, yeah, it opened them once. I downloaded I, it. 
I, 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 yeah, I would put it on my iPod. You know, I'd put it on the computer and it would burn you know, onto the iPod and that was it. I would never open it again. Yep. That's exactly why I did. And it's, yeah, and it's, I mean, I did the same thing with my, my DVD collection, which kind of sucks, but <laughs> I kind of went through a, a huge one. purge of those. But it's like, I can stream most of it. And the other ones, I'm like, I'm buying a bunch on Blu-ray that I already had anyways, but like well, physical media. Yeah, the sad thing about it is I have movies on a hard drive. Right. And I have hooked up to my TV. So I can sit there and watch movies. But the, there are some CDs that are like my Quentin Tarantino collection. I mean, the oh, DVDs. Yeah. I, I save those DVDs. But the same with the music. Uh, it, it's, a, it's an industry that I've seen dwindled little by little, um, not being able to... It's improved in some ways because you get a lot more music now out there, and it's and it's not just streamlined to like one band. Now you get a larger variety through indie music and everything else. But I don't know. It's kind of sad seeing it fade away, and it started with Napster, and yes. seeing it fade away to a point where now this quarantine is going to kill it, or is killing it. Yeah, it is. And uh, things like Napster, like you said, you know, I mean, there's still, I don't think it's as pertinent right now, but there are things like Napster right now that you can go out and still get free music. I mean, yeah. it's still, you know, uh, but yeah, like you said, the quarantine is going to kill this, the whole industry. And hopefully what it does they really do right now, you know, um, yeah. there was that, um, it was like a telethon where they had everybody, you know, doing that benefit concert. Uh, oh, yeah. A few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the audio version of it on iTunes. It's not the same. Like it yeah. doesn't even no. sound like a like a it doesn't even sound like an internet um produced track you could find online from somebody. It well our iHeartRadio has a big festival as well that they canceled. Then with them, yeah. uh they're doing some stuff uh where the guests come in and they do songs or whatever they do, like this podcast. Seeing a band play on a podcast is a lot different than seeing them live yeah. or seeing them or them performing in a studio even or seeing a video of them. It's a lot different uh, than them sitting at home playing. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has been doing that too with his uh, podcast. They do a band from home where they all sing together. It's kind of it's kind of neat to see that happening, but it's kind of like, uh, I... Well, we can do that, Eddie. If you really want to sing together, we can all do that too. I'll do that. I'll be. I won't be on that one. Seeing it a couple of times, seeing it for the tenth time, and then now it's 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 a norm. It's like, okay, how are you seeing? I don't want to see the my my favorite band rocking out at their house. Right. Yeah. Agreed. That's that's a new norm that I, I don't want to see continue. It's cool when it was just like, you know, oh, that first, oh, cool. Like the guy from Coldplay, you know, was doing a concert. And I was like, oh, cool. That's pretty awesome, you know? And then all of a sudden, everybody started streaming theirs. And you're like, oh, click. No. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we will hope for the best with concerts. Hopefully they do come back in some, some capacity. Yeah. Of course, everything's going to probably have to be, you know, 50% capacity. Uh, face masks, six feet apart, all that kind of stuff. So germaphobes should be extremely happy. I'll be happy. How are you going to be yeah. six feet apart in the mosh pit? You know, yeah. ma- nope, six feet, man. No <laughs> moshing. No nothing. It's going to be a totally different world when we get back out there. Oh, nobody, sumo suits. They already put on the sumo suits. Time. Yeah, right? Yeah, you guys put on the sumo suits and mosh, man. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, let me see. I've been seeing, trying to see if our guest is ready. He is not responding right now. Um, so if he can't jump on this one, we'll definitely try to get him on the next one. Uh, oh, yes. But we do have one more topic to talk about. And it's one that he brought up. And it's one I think is a <laughs> very good topic to talk about. And it's the delayed slate of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, because as we know, everything got pushed back thanks to COVID-19. Um, and with that, Marvel delayed, of course, their whole slate. So l- let me run through this with you guys. I have it pulled up right here on my screen. Let's talk movie by movie. And, and let's talk about 
if it's still going to have the impact, you know, there's one movie that everybody's going to be like, I what? Yeah. Uh, so the first one being, of course, Black Widow. Black Widow, as of right now, has been pushed to November 6, 2020. So still this year, you know, um, what do you guys think about that? Because the hype was real for it. You know, they marketed yeah. it really well and they pushed it really well. And then all of a sudden COVID happened. I think, uh, well, it was supposed to open today. I think originally <laughs> it's kind of That's a bummer, right. right. It was supposed to be that free comic book day weekend opener. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was talking to my son about it and he totally like almost started to cry because he, he really wanted to see it. So did Eddie. So yeah. 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 I, th- I think a lot I of us did cry. on the inside. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I, I, I don't know. I think the hype will still be there to be honest. I think, I don't think it's going to be as big as some of the other MCU films. But, yeah. I mean, with her, I, I don't want to get into Endgame spoilers right now. I'm pretty sure we can, but I don't want to. <laughs> um, but with that whole situation, I think, I think it brings a whole new light, obviously, to the character. And I think people want to see more of her. Um, right. So I think, I think it's going to do good, but I don't think it's going to be, like, massive. You know, I think it's going to be one of their mid-tier kind of openers. Um, I kind of feel the same way about, about Black Widow. Um, it's okay that they're opening in November. I mean... I wasn't that attached to it opening now, um, but I could wait a few more months to see it in November. But there are some movies that were supposed to be released this summer that I'm more disappointed on. And that's still like a couple of months away. And I'm more disappointed on those than I am about Black Widow. And you have a whole list of movies uh, that I'm more disappointed about Uh, yeah and let's see what else we got so this one i'm not sure if anybody would be like super disappointed just because not a lot of people know what it is and it's the eternals from marvel so the eternals got bumped to february 2021 uh and are you guys familiar with the eternals yeah i am a little yeah a little bit yeah Um, no go ahead yeah no, I mean, I, I personally, I, I myself, as far as excitement level for it, I'm pretty kind of excited for it. I think the cast is pretty good. I'm a mm-hmm. really big Camille Nanjiani fan. So seeing him in like Silicon Valley and seeing his transformation to this hero, kind of like Chris Pat did, I think will be interesting. Um, that's right. why I want to see it. Um, but I mean, it's got, you know, Angelina Jolie, um, Camille, and I'm blanking on everybody else in the movie except oh, those got, two. You got Kit Harrington from yes. Game of Thrones. Uh, and Selma Hayek, um, you have you have a really really good cast. Uh, Richard Madden, also from Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I was so, excited about seeing something different. Yeah, than, that's than, what it reminds me of. Like kind of when Guardians of the Galaxy first burst on yeah. the scene. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. My favorite yeah. comic book hero, Rocket. I was excited to see Guardians of the Galaxy come out. Yeah. He's your favorite and, character, right? Rocket. Yeah, nice. so I I think February is a good spot for it. February um, for me will always be the Deadpool spot and the John Wick spot of movie yeah. releases, which is a great spot for something to have as long as they can compete with all those mushy Valentine movies and Eternals should be able to do that. Um, next up, uh, another one that hasn't got a lot of hype behind it and that is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming May 7th now. Um, so Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, um, an odd pick for a movie. I would have went with Iron Fist, you know. Um, but I'm a fan of the character. You're gonna have same thing. Uh, I would have went with Iron Fist. Yeah, and I mean I'm being biased because I just like Iron Fist. I've always been a fan of Iron Fist. Um, however, we will see the real Mandarin in here, um, not the fake version played by Ben Kingsley. So uh, that'll be cool because I always like the the man the real Mandarin the ten power rings the the guy who could destroy yeah. Iron Man like so easy. Um, so what do you guys think about that living that Shang Chi will be holding that free comic book day first uh, yeah. weekend in May um, spot next year? Yeah, I think it's uh, I'm excited for the Mandarin aspect of it, um, which is kind of a bummer though that they introduce him. 
after certain situations. <laughs> um, Whatever do you mean? I'm kidding. <laughs> right. I don't, I, you know what? I know the movie's been out long enough, like a whole year, and I figure people have seen it by now, but especially but people the, who are probably watching this podcast. Probably they could go into a whole different conversation, so I understand. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, I'm kind of like, I honestly don't know much about the character. I know more about Iron Fist than I do about Jing chi I mean, it sounds pretty cool, and I'm, I'm an MCU fanboy, so I'll go pretty much see anything they release. Um, so, I mean, I'm there, but that's, that's just out of obligation. About the other, about their journals, is this is something different. And I am happy to see something different, but I'm not sad. Oh, you froze it, on us for a minute. Froze, I was yeah. like, whoa, he really punctuated his word. He was like... <laughs> Do I need um, to no, through? you're good, man. Um, the next one, I think it kind of came out of left field for people, uh, and that is Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. now coming November 5th uh, next year. Now, that's uh, a disappointment. Yeah, well, and honestly, be, with that one being pushed back, you're going to see a few other films on here that got pushed back because of that. I don't know if it's on this list, um, but also Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 yeah. was pushed back as well. And I think all of us loved Into the Spider-Verse. So. Yes. Um, so there's not a whole lot to talk about on Spider-Man. We just know a third one is coming, and we know it's coming Good. in November. Um, if we jump into 2022, Thor, Love and Thunder has been delayed all the way to February 2022. Uh, it's, a, it's a good spot to have, but I think February 21 probably would have been a better spot. Um, it's a very long time. Um, luckily, all they've given us is we know Jane Foster returns in there, and we know she's going to don the Thor. Uh, yeah. You know, monkier. So... Um, and we know Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson are returning. So um, kind of bummed for that. One movie that was surviving and being pushed back yep. so far. But when you get movies that sit on a shelf like for such a long time, and we talked about this earlier, they just die. And right. so this is one of those movies that won't, that will still be successful. And people will still wait to go see it. But there are movies on that list that I don't know. I agree. Agreed. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I think it's, oh, sorry. Uh, I think I think it's going to be cool. I think the hype's still going to be there. Like you said, I, I'm a huge Taika fan, Taika Waititi. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. So I think, you know, I love Jojo Rabbit and I love everything he's done. So I'm always down for whatever he's got. And what he did with the Thor franchise was pretty amazing. Yep. Yeah. I agree. It'll survive the pushback. I I completely agree. Thor has shown that everybody kind of counted him out as, you know, one of the big three. Thor is absolutely one of the big three in the cinematic. It's not just the character that made that movie. Chris Helmsworth made Thor. Uh, He was Thor. He is Thor. And I think a lot of people will go see him as Thor another time and will wait that long to do to see him again he's done a great he's he's played that role pretty well i completely agree on that um and i mean he's become just thor propelled him into such a you know huge status i mean extractions out on netflix i haven't seen it yet yes uh but um i want to see it just because chris hemsworth and then also it's also based off of a comic from oni press but because you know chris hemsworth carries that weight with him now um I just got a message. Our guest will not be making it today, but that's okay. We'll get him on the next uh, one. Um, the next movie might fall more into the category we were talking about, guys, and that's the kind of... It, it might, but I don't think it will fall into that push to oblivion and not survive. And that would be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Slated to now come out March 25th, 2022. <laughs> Um, now the reason time. I say it'll survive um, it is because the title alone, Doctor Strange yeah. and the Multiverse of Madness. And They're going Sam to tie something into this, right? I I, I have to think there's big plans tied to this. And as soon as they announced Spider-Man being pushed back, this had to be pushed back. So mm-hmm. something happens in Spider-Man that will 
directly you know, affect Doctor affect. Strange. So um, I'm excited for that. This this was yeah. this is one character that kind of like I'm kind of divided. I like the character. I like the movie. Am I that excited to go see it again? Yeah, but not overly thrilled that it's getting pushed back. But it's one of those movies that I still am intrigued with the character. Yeah, right. yeah he's a good. I mean, that uh, yeah, he's a good, cool character. I think the Multiverse of Madness, you know, has a cool has a cool title. Has a cool, you know, makes you wonder what that, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to go, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, Sam Raimi. I mean, Evil Dead, Spider Man. Right you know, to do it. He's perfect for it, and I think he's going to do incredible. And if there's any way he could integrate his Tobey Maguire Spider-Man into this movie somehow, that would be incredible. It's the wow. multiverse, you know? You can explore exactly. That. I think that would be really, really interesting. It's just a theory that I read online. I think it's pretty cool, though. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Um, but I, Maybe you can I have mean, a real-life version of all those, all those Spider-Men pointing at, pointing at each other like right? the memes. Exactly. You know, I think I'd watch that. that would that would be so cool. I would be it on board. It would be amazing. Um, we have um, two more movies that are actually dated for date, uh, for releases, and that would be Black Panther 2, slated for May 6, 2022. Again, the first Saturday, first weekend of May opener. And then nice. July 8th, 2022, Captain Marvel 2. So um, happy about one, not so thrilled about the other. <laughs> What do you guys think? Let me guess. You're happy about the Black Panther, but not so thrilled about Captain Marvel. I, I'm not a fan of the Captain Marvel film. Okay. I don't, and I don't think a sequel would is even warranted. Um, but the fact that they pushed it that far back and gave these other movies a time to come out, that's cool. But again, I'm biased. I didn't like the movie. I felt it was very weak in the story and, you know, they, they ruined the Nick Fury character uh, for that part. But Black Panther, absolutely. Nothing, we don't know anything else about Black Panther and what's going to happen and who's going to be in it. Um, yeah. Except for, of course, the you know, the returning cast. I think I'm more excited for a part two of the Black Panther than what I actually saw on the original Black Panther. It wasn't a bad movie. It, it just the character didn't play up to what I know of the character Black Panther, who he is, what his abilities are. I think they weakened him in the first movie. And so I'm hoping to see him expand his powers in the second movie. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Black Panther is going to be amazing. I have like some kind of more personal collection to connections to captain marvel just because my it was like my daughter like she went to yeah, go see daughter, like daughter, you know yeah, yeah the, the the female superhero movie so it was like a, well yeah there was wonder woman before but you know we're we watch the dc but we're a, a big marvel family <laughs> so it was really right. cool for her to go and like see that and she was like you know, it's, I don't, you know, but like it was all about empowerment for her. She loved it. And it was a Marvel movie I could take my daughter to. And she just absolutely loved it. So I'm excited for Captain Marvel 2. I mean, who knows what she'll like in two years, but hopefully she'll still be down and we can take her to go see a, you know, cool movie and she'll enjoy it. Um, I'm excited for that. Black Panther 2. I mean, I had no real issues with the first movie. I thought, I think his arc's been great ever since Civil War. It's been fun to see him and everything that's been happening with him. So I'm, I'm, I want to go back to Wakanda and see what's going on, and you know, visit everyone there and just have a good time. So I'm ready for it. Well, I I really like your um, your reasoning on you know liking Captain Marvel and how it's definitely it's what it meant to your daughter. You know, yeah. and I think that's real big, and that probably is something similar that Eddie can share as well, probably. Yeah, um, yeah. because yeah, I don't have kids; it's, it's different, you know. Yeah. They started right, writing yeah, comics no, I... of Captain Marvel. Uh, my daughter Jaden, she started buying the comics of Captain Marvel because of the character that was that came out in the movie. But I'm curious to to see the demographics change from male to female. I think that again, the demographics before Captain Marvel were a lot yeah. men 
uh, went to go see these Marvel movies opposed to females, males right. opposed to females. And then during this Captain Marvel phase, I think it picked up a lot of uh, females watching it, just as Wonder Woman has done and, and Black Widow, but the Captain Marvel put, put a big boost into both the comic book uh, industry and the movie industry as far as the Marvel That's very true. Very true, man. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. Um, I mean, with you know Marvel basically taking every single Chris in the world and putting them in their movies and buffing them up and everything, you know, all the <laughs> that's you know, true. My, I mean, my wife wants to go watch Cap, you know, Thor, you know, Chris Hemsworth, you know, like, but she, I mean, she enjoys that stuff too, though. But I think it's a very. Um, but yeah, you're right, though. Since Captain Marvel, it has. I wonder if it has kind of increased the demographic a little. Man, bit. if they ever put more. Aquaman versus Thor movie, yeah, well, <laughs> to be all over that. Yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah. yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many non-comic fans went to go see Aquaman. Oh, I could imagine because it looked good. You know? <laughs> um, but hey, I mean. That's that's humanity for us, you know. We're all yeah. we, we're all we're all like that. So I'm not gonna. I can't hate on people like. No, that. yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I have, you know, no. It problem. brings I mean, more people we, to watch the movies exactly. and more people to the comic more. book world. You know, which yeah, is exactly great, which is amazing. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, totally. Right. Gives us more to talk about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, let me see. I think they had some like non-dated ones like we know guardians of the galaxy volume 3 is currently not dated right now we know that marvel studios is working on a new blade movie um but it's not dated yet either uh, i just saw that's green book so i was pretty yeah, happy that, that, that this guy's that's something like like what it talked about shelf life sure. if they put that on the shelf for too long it will die right yeah and because directors will be doing something else producers yep. will be doing something else the actors got booked for something else or faded away and now the actor right. that's playing him isn't or he might do something bad and and so a lot of things to change in three years time yep i agree i agree that's why it's sad to see uh blade at the very end of this because i'm thinking like oh man like i don't want to see that respect i would love i would i know he's old but he still looks awesome i would have loved to see wesley Slice play him again Eddie's one of two people in the world saying that right now. Yeah. I I was that, that was one of my first superheroes in the theater Agreed. watching watching uh, Blade. And I love that those movies. Awesome. Yes, yeah, all three of them were great. Mm-hmm. I they did a fantastic up. job. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, hopefully I a new generation good. will be able to experience that, you know, because – you know that's a vampire hunter that's the way it should be done not you know the whole yeah. twilight thing. <laughs> let's not talk about let's not talk about that sparkly um, vampires sparkly vampires yeah our new um, batman i actually oh. lovely I, I saw when i saw that movie I actually the first one was awesome and i liked all three of them he fit the part so well yeah mm-hmm. so um you know ollie's got some big shoes to fill of course but uh, I'm a fan of the actor. I, I saw him first in Power Man or Luke Cage, as I call the series. Yeah, he's uh, he's a fantastic actor. Oh yeah, he's incredible. And good range on him because you know comparing him to being good, good actor for that character for that role. Yeah, I mean he was you know Cottonmouth, you know, and yep. Iron and uh, Power Man, Luke Cage, and to you know the pianist he was in the Green Book. Very, very yep. drastically different characters. I mean, he owned it being a villain. Just he was he was great. And then to see yeah. him as this, you know, struggling pianist trying to find his way in this world. Yeah, I think he's gonna do great as the as our Marvel's vampire hunter. So um yeah. that will won't happen for a very long time though, because you know, COVID came through and pushed everything but we look forward to when these movies finally drop so we can all go enjoy them hopefully at the theater um and of course at, at our homes too you know because we all want to watch repeats of it so you know i think yeah, all of us want to watch have a movie night watching these movies but also experience it in theaters um so uh before we sign off guys behind me i'm not really at line breakers don't be fooled um <laughs> But I wanted to let you guys know, 
uh, line breakers. Uh, they are still doing online shipping right now. Uh, and actually today they just opened up their, the final order cutoff, the FOC, because comics are going to start shipping soon. Yay. Nice. Um, so head over to Linebreakers uh, Comics on Facebook, join the group, and there's a group discount code, only good for that group, uh, that you can use towards your purchase on their website. So make sure you head over there and check it out. They've always been such a huge supporter of Pastrami Nation and of our podcast. So, um, And once everything opens back up, you need to come check out this store. Like, like a Deadpool. He's like, yeah. <laughs> um so definitely and we'll have we'll keep you guys updated on line breakers and all the cool stuff they have planned and they do have a lot of really good things planned uh for the year so covid can't get everything you know um all right guys i believe that brings us to the end of this episode i want to thank both of you for joining me today um during these covid times i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and it's always a load of fun Oh, yeah, thank you. It was a, always fun. Had a great time. Yes. Awesome. And thank you guys for watching this, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're listening to it on SoundCloud. Uh, who knows? You could be listening to this on Apple Music or I don't know. Like this this goes everywhere. So Spotify. wherever it may be. Yeah. What, what was that? Spotify? Spotify, yes. Yeah, Spotify. I thought you were going to say like vinyl. I was like, we, we don't do vinyl. Yeah. Let's put it on vinyl. Yeah, there we go. That's Eddie's idea. Um, on vinyl. Yes. Um, so make sure you guys find us. We're at pastrominationcom We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest. We try to be everywhere. Um, leave comments. Let us know. You know whether you like posts, you don't like them. Check out the memes we got going on all across social media. Uh, look for more reviews coming soon. A new review is up right now talking about uh, No Heroing from Source Point Press, uh, which is another fantastic vampire hunter. So uh, check out that review. And we will have another recorded episode for you very, very soon. So thank you guys again. Signing off for Pastrami Nation, the made of pop culture. This is Nolan Smith. This is Eddie. This is Kevin. All right, guys. You all have a great night. See you again. Good night. Good night.